From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Everybody, this is Mike De Niro from the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast from the Lords of Gotham. And now we are going to be embarking on a new journey. This is the Couples Crime Therapy. And by we, I'm not just talking about me. I am joined here by my lovely fiance. Take it away. Hi, everyone. My name is Angela. Welcome to the podcast world, Angela. Thank you. So, yes, we are a couple, but we are now also co-hosts on the Couples Crime Therapy Podcast. So why don't you tell them what we'll be talking about on this podcast? Well, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Like, the main thing is true crimes and even unsolved mysteries. But that's not it. We're not talking about just true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We're going to dive deep into cults. We're going to dive deep into... Serial killers. We're going to get real morbid on this podcast. We're going to get real crazy on this podcast. Are we not? Okay, well, I don't know what that voice was, but why don't you tell them what we're talking about on our debut podcast next week? Well, on our debut next week, we're going to start things out with the notorious Andre Rand, the Cropsy episode. Cropsy. We are from, where are we from? (laughs) We're from Staten Island. And guess what? So was Andre Raymond. And the thing is, that was randomly chosen from a list of crazy-ass stories that we have in the bank for us. So where can they find this podcast, and when can they find this podcast? You can catch this podcast every Monday, wherever you like to enjoy your podcast. Podcasts like the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Oh, here we go with the cheap plugs now. Hey, 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 let me be. All right, all right, all right. But I hope everyone tunes in next Monday to Couples Crime Therapy. We're going to have a good time, are we not? Definitely. So check us out next week. Peace out. And we'll see you next Monday. gentlemen to the wrestling delorean podcast we are back here on wednesday and i am your host mike de niro as always welcome to this episode of the wrestling delorean podcast we have a super stacked show for you guys today we're talking all about last night's crazy ass stacked episode of nxt we're going to be talking about aew's returns wednesdays today and we're going to have all the news and notes for you from around the wrestling world Thank you so much for following along on the podcast. Thank you for following on Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Instagram. Hitting that download button to rate, the subscribes, the reviews, 
We have fans from all over the world, from Mexico, Philippines, Australia, India, Taiwan, Indonesia, Nigeria, uh, Canada, Mexico. Oh, I think I said a couple of those two times, but guess what? It's double the love, so I love you all. Thank you so much for all our fans from all over the world. Without you guys, there is no us, so it is very much appreciated. Like I said, we have a super stack show. It feels like we're going back into our old schedule, having AEW on a Wednesday night. Feels good to be back. And we got a lot to talk about, so enough of this beat, even though it's a super dope beat. Enough of this beat. Let's get right into the today's show. What's good, everybody? Hope everyone is well. Hope everyone's enjoying their Wednesday morning. And I appreciate you bringing me into your Wednesday morning. As always, we are so grateful for our loving fans. We have the best fans in the world. Our wrestling DeLorean passengers was popping, y'all. How y'all doing out there? How are y'all doing out there? Anyway, let's get into today's show. We got a lot of news and notes to go over. Starting with... Alberto Del Rio, who wants to have a return to the WWE. ADR had a public apology for all his past, I guess, misbehaviors, his sexual assaults and his physical assaults that he had on women. Is it enough, though? Is it enough to bring that type of drama and problem back to the WWE? I don't know. To be honest, ADR was always a really talented wrestler, and I always liked him as a wrestler. But as a man, no, I wasn't the biggest fan of the guy. I personally could care less. I really don't think he should come back to the WWE, nor should I think the WWE should bring him back. You know I mean? How many times is this guy going to get in trouble, apologize, and do some fucked up shit right afterwards? And then there's a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, but, you know, they brought back Jeff Hardy. They brought back. But you know what? Jeff Hardy wasn't beating the women. So. My opinion on the shit. If you don't like my opinion, then fuck off. How about that? Just kidding. Just kidding. Everyone calm down. All right. I know I pissed a lot of people off with my little rant on the IWC the other day. You know, I'm still a little upset about it. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, people going to love me. People going to hate me. It's all good. It's all good. But guess what? If you don't like me, I hope you continue listening to this podcast to hate on me because all the support is welcomed. I appreciate it. Also in the news, it is official that Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are officially married. Yay! Clap it up for Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Congratulations to two extremely talented wrestlers. And, you know, they're their new parents. Now they're uh, newlyweds. Congratulations. You know, I really am a big fan of both of them. And I hope that there's years of happiness and love for the relationship of Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. Speaking of happy, let's talk about Happy Corbin. Supposedly the WWE is trademarking Happy Corbin for the new name, I guess, for Baron Corbin. Who, by the way, is going back to Baron Corbin and no longer King Corbin. I actually saw on a news website yesterday saying that Baron Corbin will now be referred to as Baron Corbin and not King Corbin because he's no longer a king. That's like saying water's wet. Like, no, duh. Some of these wrestling websites on Slow News Days, you know what I mean? I ain't hating on them. I, I, I try to stretch some uh, 
some news stories out when it's a slow news day. But some of these news stories is like a little, ugh. I'll never forget. I went on. I'm not going to name the site. But it just randomly said, will Undertaker be on Raw tonight? And I clicked on it to see. Because I'm guessing you wouldn't just put that up unless he is. And the article just said no. Like, bruh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> anyway, anyway, so Baron Corbin going back to his old gimmick, but probably with a little twist, the WWE trademarking Happy Corbin. I don't know what the point of that is, but typical WWE. Speaking of the WWE, Monday Night Raw drew a record low non-holiday rating. They drew a 1.57 million rating, and it is, you know, a little a little worrisome being that the WWE is about to have crowds back within the next two to three weeks. It's no secret, and it's not just my opinion, it's the overall consensus that Monday Night Raw has been a hard show to sit through. It's been hard to watch. The last couple weeks definitely been getting better, but still, it's a hard show to sit through. It doesn't pack the punch like SmackDown does and nowhere near as good as NXT is. So what changes need to be made to the WWE going into the new era of fans coming back? I don't know. I think that Raw needs to stop being a little hokey. We need to stop with the little dumb shits. And by dumb shits, I mean superheroes, possessed girls, and non-funny comedy. I think Raw needs to go back to where made it, where Raw made its bread and butter, you know. And by that, I mean having good wrestling and compelling storylines. I don't even need it to be. I don't. Want, I'm not one of these people that like, oh, bring back the attitude ever. I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, well, we need we need sex, drugs, and rock and roll in wrestling again. I just need things to make sense. I need things to be logical, and I need things to be, you know. I don't need wrestling making me feel stupid. You know what I mean? I don't need wrestling questioning my intelligence. I don't need wrestling... I don't need to think of possessed dolls and superheroes during wrestling. And you know what the cool thing is? Like, for certain gimmicks, it works. Like the hurricane. The hurricane worked, right? But if you think about the Hurricane gimmick, it came at a time where there was very little hokey stuff going around. So it was, you know, it was, it fit because it didn't fit, let's just say. Where WWE right now got so much hokey bullshit going on. Having a superhero gimmick for Nikki Cross, it just seems like, oh God, another dumbass gimmick. You know what I mean? So that that's that's my problem with it. WWE has all the tools to become a great show. They have a great talent roster. Like I went down the roster yesterday on yesterday's show. Great talent roster still. Stacked. Stacked to the fucking gills with great talent. They have amazing wrestlers putting on amazing matches. It's just the nuances and stupid shit in between. Let the guys go out there and work. Let's write compelling storylines that are not going to insult people's intelligence. 
and that's it. It's not rocket science. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I could do it. I don't want people to be like, oh, well, if you know, you could do better, then why don't you do it? Well, guess what? Let's look at other wrestling companies, right? Let's look at, and you know, everyone's expecting me to be like, oh, AEW, AEW. All right, look, AEW, they have some stupid shit too. But, you know, AEW still, I feel, has much better and more compelling storylines than the WWE. But let's talk about like an MLW, right? MLW, you got Contra Unit. You got Jacob Fatu. And Jacob Fatu has been on top for over a year. Jacob Fatu has been running a rub shot in MLW. But on the side here, you're building up Alexander Hammerstone, right? And Hammerstone's looking like a monster. Hammerstone is becoming a real threat to the title. But we, we don't even bring it up. We make sure that we don't mention, oh, Hammerstone could be a threat to Jacob Fatu. We don't even bring it up. What happens is the crowd starts bringing it up. Because you have Hammerstone looking like the next competitor, the next challenger, without saying he's the next challenger. So when you actually give us that match between Hammerstone and Jacob Fatu, even though it was in the works the whole time, it's like the crowd made it happen because they're clamoring for it. You understand? Simple. And now when Hammerstone and Fatu wrestle, it's going to draw a big number. Why? Because the crowd feels like they made it happen. Because they're clamoring for it. Even though it has probably been in the works to do it that way the whole time, right? So that's what I'm talking about. Simple. We don't need to have Jacob Fatu running around as a supervillain and Alexander Hammerstone dressed up as Superman saying, I'm going to defend the MLW for you. Fuck that. You know what I mean? simplistic, right to the point, and makes sense. And you add in good wrestling with that, I think Raw is a hit. We don't need to bring back legends. There's rumors that WWE might be looking into doing Goldberg and Lashley at SummerSlam. If they do that, then that is bullshit, all right? We don't need to bring back legends that don't have what it takes anymore in 2021. You know what I mean? All due respect to Bill Goldberg, but he does not have what it takes anymore in 2021. So, you know what? How about we build new characters and new storylines, and let's not give them gimmicks that people are going to roll their eyes at. Let's make sure that we give them gimmicks that play towards their natural personality. Because at the end of the day, I go back to it, what raw, what made Raw successful back in the day was all the wrestlers having a gimmick, but the gimmick was an extension of their personal self. Stone Cold Steve Austin was Steve Williams turned up to a million. The Rock was Dwayne Johnson turned up to a million. Mankind Mick Foley was Mick Foley turned up to a million. So let's not, I I highly doubt, you know, super Nikki Cross is Nikki Cross turned up to a million. I highly doubt Possessed Alexa Bliss as Alexa Bliss turned up to a million. Let's let's just let's let the guys go out there and be themselves. That's all I say. But hey, one thing WWE is doing really right is NXT. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about NXT's amazing show last night on the USA Network. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. 
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy. As Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to get into last night's NXT episode live from the USA Network. It is the go-home show to next week's Great American Bash special on the USA Network. And we had a lot of good action. Not only did we have good action, but we had a lot of compelling storylines that are leading up to next week. Next week feels like a takeover. It's so stacked. So without further ado, let's get into NXT last night because there is a lot that went on and a lot we got to talk about. So let's get into that shit right now. Last night, NXT started out really hot with the triple threat tag team women's match. We had Shotzi Blackheart teaming up with Ember Moon, of course, versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Zoe Starks and Io Shirai. This match was for the number one contendership for the women's tag team champions, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, next week at the Great American Bash. And this match was freaking insane, man. A lot of action, a lot to dive deep into right now. These girls went absolute nuts they went you know they blew the roof off the place crazy spots everyone got their shit in everyone looked like a million bucks in this match i gotta say besides zoe starks you know zoe starks are good but zoe starks didn't get much offense in this matchup she uh was more of a background character in this matchup while ember moon and shotzi blackheart io shirai dakota kai and Raquel gonzalez all got a lot of offense in but it didn't matter if she got a lot of offense in or not because her partner did. Because the winners of this matchup is Io Shirai and Zoe Starks. They win a phenomenal matchup. And they are now your number one contenders to go against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. The female tag team champions for NXT. This is going to be a great match next week. And I got to say, yo, what a banger to start out this episode of NXT. Really good matchup. This matchup would have fit in perfectly with a takeover. It would have fit in perfectly if they put it on... Great American Bash next week. Great match. Next, we're seeing Johnny Gargano backstage. He's attacking Karrion Cross from behind. Karrion Cross gets the upper hand. He wants Gargano. The uh, security breaks it up. It is announced that we're getting the NXT Breakout Tournament. Once again, it is returning. The NXT Breakout Tournament, which is a tournament that took place in 2019. It was the start for guys like... Uh, 
Isaiah Swerve Scott, who we're going to talk a lot about later. Bronson Reed, who we're going to talk a lot about later. Cameron Grimes, who we're going to talk about later. Uh, Angel Garza. And a lot of other guys who got their start in the breakout tournament. Um, yeah, so it's returning this year, and I'm excited to see who's in the tournament this year because a lot of big-name starts came out of that last time we had this breakout tournament. Bronson Reed's cutting a promo, and the hit row, they interfere. They interrupt, I should say. And it is made official that tonight we'll see Bronson Reed versus Isaiah Swerve Scott for that North American Heavyweight Champion in the main event. So that should be really good. Karrion Cross comes out to the ring. He's marching down. He's pissed the fuck off. He wants Johnny Gargano. He calls out Gargano. Gargano comes out, starts jawjacking with Karrion Cross, and Austin Theory attacks from behind. But it's not enough. Karrion Cross gets the upper hand on both men. He drives Gargano into the uh, the Pepsi glass where the fans are. He hits a huge Saido suplex onto Austin Theory. Two on one. It cannot stop Karrion Cross. It don't matter. Karrion Cross looks like a beast coming out. Next, we got the Diamond Mine. We got Roderick Strong versus Asher Hale. I was really close to calling him Asher Roth. You know, early 2000s reference. I love college. Anyway, Asher Hale versus Roderick Strong here. Roderick Strong picks up the victory here. Malcolm Bivens gets on the mic and he says, this is the diamond mine. I thought he was going to say a lot more than that. But Roderick Strong is like an absolute beast in here. Roddy, Roddy's the man. I, I fucking love Roddy. Cameron Grimes versus Ari Sterling. That was a fun match. If this was supposed to be a squash match for Cameron Grimes, it, it was a lot more fun than a squash match, I got to say. Ari Sterling got a lot of offense in, and he hit a beautiful moonsault from inside the ring to the outside of the ring from the second rope. It was really beautiful. You got to see it. After the match, Cameron Grimes picked up the victory, by the way. After the match, LA Knight comes out. Knight versus Grimes is taking place next week. It's going to be Knight versus Grimes for the million-dollar title, and if Grimes loses, LA Knight now earned himself a butler because Cameron Grimes will have to be the butler of LA Knight. Kyle O'Reilly's out next. He says that he's going to whip Cole's ass next week. Adam Cole's on his way out, but Joe interrupts. He comes out with security, and he says that he's going to make sure his shit don't go down like it did the last couple weeks. Adam Cole says that Kyle O'Reilly's obsessed with him. Everywhere he goes, Kyle O'Reilly's right there. Everywhere he's been before the WWE, Kyle O'Reilly's been right there. He says Kyle O'Reilly's nothing without Adam Cole. He says, think about, you know, everywhere you've been in this uh, wrestling world. If it wasn't for me holding you... Uh, what's called? If it wasn't for me, you know, having your back, you would be nobody. You know, they get real personal here. Things get really personal when Adam Cole mentions Kyle O'Reilly's wife. He says, not all the fans know it, all the boys know it, and your wife knows it. Kyle O'Reilly gets in Cole's face. Then they start brawling, and Kyle O'Reilly locks on a leg lock onto, onto Adam Cole while Smojo watches it and just leaves. He doesn't even try to break it up. I really think, in my opinion, we're going to be on the road to Samoa Joe and in, in his in-ring uh, da, da. Samoa Joe and his in-ring return. Why was that so hard to say? Samoa Joe and his in-ring return, and I think that he's probably going to be going against Adam Cole since there's been beef between Adam Cole and Samoa Joe the last couple weeks. And here, Samoa Joe is trying to make sure that there's no physicality, yet when it did get physical and Kyle O'Reilly got the upper hand, Samoa Joe just watched it. We next get a mixed tag match. It is Zia Lee and her partner from uh, Tian Sha versus Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez. During this match, Zia Lee actually legitimately knocked out Mercedes Martinez with a roundhouse kick. It was reported that Mercedes Martinez was rushed to the hospital after this matchup. 
she was out of it after it. So, I believe she did this before. Didn't she break the nose of Aaliyah? I, I think that Zia Lee might be a little reckless in there, right? A little reckless. Anyway, Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher, they're out. MSK come out. They have a gentleman sit down. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher are the number one contenders for the tag team titles, and they will go against MSK next week. They say that, well, Ciampa says that no one elevates titles in NXT like he does. MSK, they want their respect. MSK slaps Ciampa, or Nash slaps Ciampa, and we got a a pull-apart between them. MSK wants their respect, but Ciampa and Thatcher want gold, and we're going to see them next week. One thing that I think that MSK is missing, in my opinion, is the the personalities that they had in Impact Wrestling. The, the Rascals had personality, while MSK are just, you know, two guys here. Very talented, but I would like to see them have more mic time, and I'd like to see more personality like they had in Impact Wrestling when they were the Rascals. I'm not saying go full clubhouse or uh, treehouse weed smokers or whatever like impact wrestling was doing but give them a little bit more personality these guys have a lot more personality than what they're showing here we next get the way they're attacking Karrion Cross again in the back in the parking lot Karrion Cross once again gets the upper hand so this is three times on this show that Gargano and Austin Theory go to attack Karrion Cross yet Karrion Cross is just too much for Austin Theory and for Johnny Gargano Karrion Cross looks like an absolute freaking monster on the show. And I really hope that he sticks around in NXT just a little bit longer because he adds so much to NXT. I really love his spot here. Main event of the night, North American title match. We got Bronson Reed versus the challenger, Isaiah Swerve Scott, accompanied by the hit row. Match starts out really good. Bronson Reed is taking it to Isaiah Swerve Scott. He's throwing him around. Isaiah is bouncing all around for him. But we have some interference here by the hit row. And in the end, this leads to Isaiah Swerve Scott finally winning a title. He beats Bronson Reed. He is now your North American champion. And it's about time. On my Instagram page on Wrestling DeLorean Pod, I put that it is about time. Because since the start, the inception of this podcast, going back to... 2019, me and my former co-host G-Rock was talking about how we saw greatness in Isaiah Swerve Scott. And I was saying it from day one. Give this man a title, let him run with it, and let's see where he goes. Now that he has the hit row behind him, now that he has a lot more personality with him, I think that this is the perfect timing and it's going to bring legitimacy to not only him, but to the hit row. So big shout-outs to Isaiah Swerve Scott winning the North American champion. This is a great episode of NXT. I give this episode of NXT a 4 out of 5 stars. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The pacing of the show was amazing. Not one dull moment on this show. Great, great show. And to be honest, it set, up, it set the table perfectly for the Great American Bash next week. We have Cole versus O'Reilly. We have MSK versus Thatcher and Ciampa. We have uh, Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. We have... Um, Ia Shirai and Zoe Starks versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. A lot of craziness going on in NXT and a lot of good action. And I can't wait for Great American Bash next week. Because the Great American Bash next week looks stacked. Or hashtag super stacked, I should say. So make sure you tune in next week to NXT. It's going to be an amazing show. And we're going to be talking all about it here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. When we come back, we're going to give you a rundown of what... 
stacked to come tonight on AEW's return to Wednesday because there is a super stacked show happening tonight on TNT. So when we return, we'll talk all about that and give you the rundown. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to get into AEW and the rundown of what's going down tonight. AEW is finally back on Wednesdays. It has been a long time coming. AEW was hitting the millions in the viewership on Wednesday until they were preempted to Friday nights at 10 o'clock and Saturday at 8 o'clock because of the NBA playoffs. So let's get into what we're seeing tonight, the big return to Wednesdays. AEW returns to Wednesdays. This is the first time in, I believe, four weeks. Four weeks we haven't seen AEW on Wednesday. Almost a month. It's good to have him back because not only... Selfishly, it's good to have him back because for me, this show, you know, was kind of feeling not having a AEW on Wednesday because the Thursday show, which is usually my review of AEW, was full of nostalgia stuff because there was nothing else to really talk about. Slow news days coming out on Wednesdays. Slow news days coming out on Thursday mornings. So when I would record on Thursday, I was like, shit, I got to do a lot more nostalgia stuff because there's nothing to talk about. So thank God AEW's back on Wednesdays. Finally, we could talk about All Elite Wrestling in its normal time slot. So that's really good. We have a super stack show as we return to Daly's Place tonight for the live broadcast of AEW. We have Jungle Boy versus Jack Evans. Jungle Boy coming off of his ugh, amazing matchup with Kenny Omega last week for the world title. You know, the the Matt Hardy business family, whatever the fuck they call themselves. I, I, I don't fucking know. They, 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 you know, basically jumped Jungle Boy and everybody involved last week. So Jungle Boy wants a little revenge. He's going to be going against Jack Evans. We have a world tag team number one contendership match if... The team beats the Young Bucks. 
the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks, they will become the number one contenders. And that team is Pentagon Jr. and Eddie Kingston. So tonight, Kingston and Pentagon versus the Young Bucks should be really good. Pentagon and Kingston win. They get themselves a title shot. I don't know when, maybe at the next pay-per-view. But I would like to see them get the victory here. The match that I am not looking forward to, but I do expect a lot of shenanigans and surprises from. It is Rebel or Reba teaming up with the W, well, the AEW Women's Champion Britt Baker to go against Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Vicky stepping back in the ring tonight. I don't know why, and I am not excited to see it. But I do expect shenanigans. I do expect them to, uh, you know, maybe not have Vicky wrestle. Maybe a special surprise. Woman coming out, maybe a debut to team up with Nyla Rose. I don't know. But if they actually have Vicky Guerrero in the ring, this is going to be a snooze fest. Anyway, Miro defending his AEW TNT Championship against Brian Pillman Jr. That should be a great matchup. Brian Pillman Jr. is one of my favorite up-and-coming wrestlers in the modern day. And him versus Miro should be really fun. I really am enjoying that uh, build of Miro. I like that Miro is just running through everybody and destroying everybody. And I really think that they have a chance to really build something special with Miro here. But in the future, I would like to see Brian Pillman Jr. get more singles runs. And I would like to see him have a title in the future because he is very talented. Been a big fan of Brian Pillman Jr. since his MLW days. And even before that, I really am expecting to see, you know, a really good match between these two tonight. Main event. With Chris Jericho on commentary, we're finally getting MJF versus Sammy Guevara. Two wrestlers that have been going at it for a long time, but never stepped foot in the ring with each other in AEW. Two guys that a year, two years ago, people said, this is the future of the company. MJF, Sammy Guevara, they are the future. Now they are the present. They're going against each other in the main event here, and it should be a phenomenal matchup, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm expecting to see some interference from the inner circle and from the pinnacle, but we shall see. AEW is firing on all cylinders right now. I had a great show last week, and going into this show, it's going to be a really good show. I hope that, you know, I believe next week is when we finally go back on the road. We're going to Miami, Road Rager, so this is going to set up everything that we'll see then, and after Road Rager, we'll have Fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest. So AEW is about to get back on the road about a week or two before the WWE. So we're going to see some fans and new uh, new venues for AEW. So that should be really cool. I hope everyone tunes in tomorrow to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast to hear my rundown of how AEW wins. Hopefully it is a good show. It might shit the bed. We'll see what happens. But hope everyone tunes in tomorrow to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you to all our fans from all over the world. Once again, hitting that download button, subscribing, leaving your rates, reviews, all that good shit. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeLoreanPod and on TikTok at WrestlingDeLoreanPod. Don't forget the TikTok. Make sure you tune in on Monday to my new podcast along with my fiance Angela, Couples Crime Therapy, where we will be talking about serial killers, unsolved mysteries, true crime. We will be trying to crack the mystery and crack the case on some of these cases that have no solutions to them. So make sure you tune into Couples Crime Therapy every Monday starting July 5th. I hope everyone has a great day. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. And make sure you tune in tomorrow to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Peace out.
irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead. What's good, everybody? This is Mike De Niro from the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast from the Lords of Gotham. And now we are going to be embarking on a new journey. This is the Couples Crime Therapy. And by we, I'm not just talking about me. I am joined here by my lovely fiance. Take it away. Hi, everyone. My name is Angela. Welcome to the podcast world, Angela. Thank you. So, yes, we are a couple, but we are now also co-hosts on the Couples Crime Therapy Podcast. So why don't you tell them what we'll be talking about on this podcast? Well, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Like, the main thing is true crimes and even unsolved mysteries. But that's not it. We're not talking about just true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We're going to dive deep into cults. We're going to dive deep into... Serial killers. We're going to get real morbid on this podcast. We're going to get real crazy on this podcast. Are we not? Okay, well, I don't know what that voice was, but why don't you tell them what we're talking about on our debut podcast next week? Well, on our debut next week, we're going to start things out with the notorious Andre Rand, the Cropsy episode. Cropsy. We are from, where are we from? (laughs) We're from Staten Island. And guess what? So was Andre Raymond. And the thing is, that was randomly chosen from a list of crazy ass stories that we have in the bank for us. So, where can they find this podcast? And when can they find this podcast? You can catch this podcast every Monday, wherever you like to enjoy your podcast. Podcasts like the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Oh, here we go with the cheap plugs now. Hey, hey, hey. Let me be. All right, all right, all right. But I hope everyone tunes in next Monday to Couples Crime Therapy. We're going to have a good time, are we not? Definitely. So check us out next week. Peace out. And we'll see you next Monday. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.